Hello and welcome to Nerd Subculture. I'm your host Jared. And I'm Edwina. And today we're continuing our Once More with Feeling, our Buffy the Vampire Slayer series. Today we're doing Season 1, Episode 10, Nightmares. Nightmares. Scary, scary nightmares. Scary nightmares. First aired the 12th of May, 1997, directed by Bruce Seth Green and, and written by Joss Whedon and David Greenwald. So, Nightmare Ready, um, what did you think of this episode? I... Initially. Yeah, you know what? This is actually a really good... I think this is a pretty good episode. <laughs> uh-huh. uh, it's, the, it's the your fears come to life trope episode that... Comes up from time to time in TV shows. Yeah. It does it does have the master and the annoying one are in it, but barely, barely in it though. Yeah, but it doesn't really doesn't really affect. Doesn't they might really, not even be there. That's just yeah. Sort of, it doesn't really affect the arcing story at all. Mm. Um, but you know, it is a really good character study, and it does foreshadow a lot of stuff that happens later in the. Oh, seasons. okay. All right. Yeah. Look forward to that then. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So overall, I. I think it's pretty good, but there are some convenient um, moments that happen. Mm, yeah. Um, yeah. That, you know, just are there to close up the plot. Or, or you, you got to get yeah. everyone back to the starting places by the end, haven't you? It's one of yeah. those things where the whole world is completely ripped upside down. But everyone's got to be back at their finishing places by the end of the episode. Everything's got to be wrapped up and no one has any re- re- <laughs> recollection or memory of what happened, I'm guessing. Is this a, <laughs> a typical thing where no one knows... Realized that what happened, or it's never yeah, everyone mentioned. just yeah, it's never mentioned again, other than the core scoobs. I think they they might, I think it is mentioned here and there, but no one else from the school ever brings it up again. Everything just gets a reset, yeah. Pretty it's a, 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 one makes me think of those Rick and Morty when yeah, when that whole world is turned to crap and then they go to reset it. Although the only way to reset it is to go to another, another uh, d- dimension. Yeah, where we died. You <laughs> yes. can't reset it. It's it's all screwed. Yeah. So, yeah, that's a. I kind of yeah. This is a. This is one of those situations where you yeah they simply just flick a switch and that's it. And we're, they forget. We're all done. Everyone forgets. Yeah, everyone forgets. Yeah. Um, and then that's never explained either. There's also no reason, rhyme or reason as to why it's. Happened. Yeah. Yeah. No explanation. No. It's just. It, they're on a yeah. hell mouth. And, yeah, these things happen. Yeah, and that's what happens when you're on a hell mouth. Yeah, <laughs> doesn't matter. It doesn't matter why it's happening. It's it's just happening. It's happening. Yeah, it happened. Um, and they really conveniently catch the coach at the end. He just happens to drop by while they're all there. Yeah, or maybe he's like checking on him to make sure he was current. Well, that was a, sort of a gruesome thing as well. What did, did he beat him to death? Or yeah, something, yeah, or? he'd bashed him in a. Like yeah, it's a bit gruesome, him. that isn't it? Like yes. that, that, they kind of gloss over the fact that this kid's in a coma because the, the well, maybe coach maybe him. that that's the whole thing is that the what happened to the boy was so horrendously bad it manifested itself into mm. everybody's nightmares. Mm, indeed, yeah. So and you know. Buffy, you don't really want someone like Buffy's nightmares coming to life. <laughs> no, no. Uh, and I think we'll get into that later. So, Well, I was going to ask you, what did you think of this episode? Uh, yeah, no, I thought it was okay, yeah. Have, yeah. Have, had you seen no, this No, no, never seen this one. No, this is new, all new to me. Okay. So. Um, and just so everyone knows, this is a full spoiler podcast. Bit late now. Yeah, I know it's probably a bit late now. I really All need spoilers. to do. Should really say it at the end. To do this, I really need to do this like right off, right off the bat. 
Well, it's kind of obvious, though, isn't it? I mean, why wouldn't you wouldn't do a spoiler podcast? No, lo- I don't, I don't of, understand. Lots that. of people don't do because there's still a whole generation coming up that are rewatching this show. Yeah, but then why would you li- listen to a podcast about a show you haven't seen before? I don't get that. I don't know. Maybe they're listening. Well, I guess somebody watch, does. Watch, <laughs> maybe they're watching along. <laughs> oh, okay. Or they've watch watched, along. Okay. Or they've watched the first season. Hmm. Okay. All <laughs> right. Think well. It's safe to listen to these episodes because I've seen these episodes. Yeah. And I have seen Buffy multiple times. Jared has never watched the whole series all the way through, and I am trying to convince him that it is a great show. Because oh, okay. you are one of those people that did not watch it because you didn't like the name. I didn't say I didn't like the name. <laughs> you you did. keep saying that. I remember you saying this to me years ago. You never Nonsense. watched it. You never watched it because you thought the name was silly. And the show was silly. <laughs> the show is also silly. It's not silly. It's very silly. It's All not right. silly. Should I'm going we... to prove that it's not silly. Yes, yeah, I know. Shall we go with the synopsis? Yes. Get this out the way. Okay, so this episode begins with Buffy having a nightmare about the master. In class, when the teacher asks Wendell to read from the textbook, tarantulas crawl out of it. <laughs> Buffy sees a boy standing in the doorway saying that he is sorry. The next day, as the master explains to the anointed one how wonderful he finds fear. At school, Willow and Xander are worried about the spiders. Giles mutters that he got lost seemingly in the stacks. The gang goes to talk to Wendell, who explains that he has been having recurring spider nightmares. Meanwhile, Buffy has to sit a history test that she has not studied for. Once again, she sees the same boy outside the classroom. Later, a girl named Laura is attacked when she takes a smoking break in the basement. Buffy and Giles interview Laura in the hospital where they hear about Lucky 19. They also find the young boy from before, Billy, in a coma due to a similar attack. More nightmarish instances start to occur, starting with Xander finding that all his clothes have vanished and he is naked in the classroom. Giles now cannot read, but Buffy finds a picture of Billy. Cordelia's hair has become a frizzy mess, her clothes become horribly drab and nerdy, and she is physically forced to join the school chess club. Buffy realises that she has been seeing Billy at the school while he was in a coma at the hospital. Giles theorises that she might have seen Billy's astral projection. Buffy's father shows up and calmly tells her that she is at fault for the parents' divorce and tells her he never wants to see her again. The gang quickly figures out that their nightmares are becoming reality. Buffy finds Billy's astral body and then they are both found by the man who assaulted Laura. Nightmares plague everyone and Buffy learns Billy has experienced some sort of punishment for poor baseball skills. They evade the scary man and find themselves in a graveyard where the master confronts Buffy and buries her alive. Meanwhile, Xander, Willow and Giles find Buffy's grave. Giles explains that it is his worst nightmare to let Buffy die on his watch. Buffy then crawls out of the grave as a vampire, revealing her worst nightmare is dying and becoming a vampire herself. The gang decides that they must wake up Billy from his coma to stop the nightmares. In the hospital, they find Billy's astro body near Buddy's comatose body. As the ugly man finds him, Buffy confronts him. After knocking him out, she encourages Billy to face him. Billy wakes up and everything goes back to normal. Billy's kiddie league coach shows up and refers to him as his lucky 19. Buffy realises he must be the ugly man who put Billy in a coma after they lost the game. He tries to run after Buffy confronts him, but is stopped by Giles and Xander and arrested. This episode ends when Buffy and her father leave for their weekend together. The previous confrontation, just an unreal nightmare. The end.
All right. So, Eddie, where do we start with this? Yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot happening in this episode. Mm, yeah. uh, there's a, there's a lot of like the character studies of these characters. You could I could talk for it for hours on end. Oh, please do. <laughs> We've got hours. Um, but you know it is. But well, I can't really because a lot of it um, leads into future episodes. Mm. Um, maybe I'll talk about it more when those episodes come up. Yeah. <laughs> because, um, but yeah, the big one probably is Buffy and the, her relationship with her father and her mum as well, really. Like, she yeah. really does have that fear that she was the one that split them up. And, you know, Hank Summers, I think he's only in about four or five episodes. Like, he, he drops yeah. in and he's is only- the in, same actor or that to replace him or? I can't remember, but he, <laughs> he appears in like a couple of episodes in yeah. season one and season two and then- you lit you he literally <laughs> never you never see him again. Yeah. Um and yeah, he's pretty much becomes like the deadbeat dad. Um and it's a bit heartbreaking with Buffy and I think it's also a deeper thing going into, you know, Buffy's fear of her mum and her dad not accepting her as the slayer. Yeah. So at this point, yeah, okay. you know, it is that thing where it is a secret. Um, but she doesn't have the same fear of her mum finding out as much as I think she does with her dad. Well, okay. I think that might might be also that, you know, there is a bit of distance between her and her dad. Yeah. Okay. It doesn't seem like a dad would be even no, would even notice. I don't I never see he's never there, so Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Um and you know, also like there's I think there is another episode that'll come up that also plays on their fears as well. Um, yeah. Later on, um, yeah, in season four, I think it is, they go back into this these similar themes. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah, and, you know, Willow, like, she, like you see that she has really horrible stage fright here, but um, in later seasons she wants to take drama. <laughs> like, like she really does start to come out of okay, her starts shell to, a bit. Yeah. Starts to, uh, yeah, confront her fears a little bit. Well, yeah. a bit of character growth, I guess. Yeah, and Xander, he is the only one that actually faces his fears in this. He walks up and punches uh, the Nazi clown, does he? <laughs> well, yeah, it is that weird thing where he mentions like, um, he na- mentioned the na- Nazis, na- yeah. Nazis, like Nazis walking on his face. Yeah, and then you see swatch stickers everywhere. So that was uh, oh, a bit weird. Yeah. And what, what was it like, uh, like sheets hanging up everywhere, like they were oh. painting the, the school or something? Well, it looked like he'd gone into an area of the school that was being renovated. Is that what that was meant to be? Or was that part yeah. of the, the fear or something? Because then there was like a ladder there. Was it like a fear of walking under ladders or something? Was that? No, I think you. I think I think it was just meant to be a part of the school that was being renovated. Okay, it, was, it was never referenced or never shown again. Yeah, um, but he just walked in there though, didn't he? Like, yeah. Okay. But there's yeah, but there's SWAT seats, SWAT stickers painted all over oh, the those walls. Nazi painting clowns. <laughs> yes, and then um yeah, he's sort of been a bit of a Hansel and Gretel thing with the chocolate bars on the ground. Yeah. Because <laughs> I know when you, whenever you see a chocolate bar on the ground, yes, you're going to walk up and 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 start eating it. Of course, what else? What else would you do? Uh, oh, the nerf herder sticker in Buffy's. Uh, Not Buffy. It's Willow's. Oh, Willow's, Willow's locker. locker. Yes, yep. yeah. Apparently, uh, she put Joss Whedon onto nerf, nerf herder. herder. Yeah, yeah. So she recommended them. Mm. So now I've got a question for you, Jared. Yes. <laughs> 
Have you had any of the nightmares that appeared in this episode? And I'm going to read them out and you can say yes or no to each one. Okay? Yeah. So, spiders walking all over you? Uh, No. Um, Having to do a test that you haven't studied for on your own? (laughs) Your mum embarrassing you in front of all your cool friends? No, no. Uh, Being naked in front of the class? I've got to say, all of these have happened to me in real life. So that's why they're not really nightmares. What do you mean? <laughs> what? <laughs> okay, now I have to go back and explain. Like, I need an explanation for that. Spiders walking all over you? When's that <laughs> happened? Oh, come on. That's happened to you once before. Spiders on your face and you ah, flick it okay, off. You know? uh, okay, I've, I've had that happen. So, yeah. Times. I mean, it seems like these are actually things that have happened to you in real life more than... Yeah, I've, I've never know. gone into a test that I... Didn't know about. Well, I've gone to a test that I haven't studied. Or, I mean, I've done that, I'd say, yeah. Okay. Have you accidentally been naked in front of Glenn? Yeah. What? <laughs> no. <laughs> Purposely. Losing the ability to read? No. Uh, your family rejecting you? No. Uh, <laughs> your hair being frizzy or bad hair? No. <laughs> Losing your popularity and being forced to join the chess team. I was already part of the chess team. <laughs> you weren't popular. Yeah. Um, uh, clowns and Nazis. No, no, no. Um, not knowing your lines and you're thrown into a play. No. Um, being buried alive. No. Becoming a monster. I don't think so. I can't. (laughs) Uh, Your hands being paralyzed or deformed. See, I've often heard you can't see your hands in your dreams. And that's a way to have lucid dreams. If you want to have lucid dreams is to stare at your hands a lot. Like spend five minutes a day staring at your hands. And so if you do that, try to stare at your hands in your dream, you'll notice your fingers look weird and you know you're dreaming. Okay. And, And so apparently that's a... Uh, a, a trick people can do okay. to have lucid dreams is to stare at your hands every day. Hmm. Ever heard right. of that one? No, I haven't heard of that one. Yeah. And last but not least, <laughs> giant wasps. No, no. Yeah. So out of out of this list, I've definitely had the spiders because I am terrified of spiders. Mm-hmm. Um, the test day. Yes. Uh, being I haven't had the being naked in class, but I have had the all of a sudden like people coming over and I'm naked and I can't find my clothes anywhere. All right, okay, yeah. Um, yeah, I've definitely had the losing the ability to read in my dream. Back on a naked one, I probably have had the naked one, but it's not standing up in front of class being naked. Yeah, I've I've had the naked ones. Yes. But it's um, not, not in class. It's like in public, though. Yeah, yeah. it's just in public. Yeah, like yeah. You, for some reason you've got no clothes. Yeah, definitely yeah. had that one. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I think I have had the family rejecting me. Um, yeah, I've always had bad hair, so. Yeah. <laughs> no, <it doesn't, laughs> having bad hair doesn't really bother me. <laughs> yeah. Um, I've never, I was never popular. Yeah, um, same here. Yeah, I hate clowns. Like, I'm, I, I'm terrified of clowns, actually. Like, I had these clown toys when I was a kid and I was terrified of them because they were the same size as me. They were enormous and I constantly thought 
like I wouldn't I wouldn't sleep if they were in the same room with me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I used to make my parents take them out of the room. I was just terrified of them. And they did they have appeared in my dreams. Right, okay. Yeah. I used to have nightmares about them all the time. Mm-hmm. And it was the fact that they'd come to life and kill me. <laughs> so yes. Definitely had bad dreams about clowns. Um not knowing my line in a play, yes, I've definitely had that. Uh, yes, I've had been buried alive. Mm, good, okay. Do we go with? Uh, I've got drowning as well. <laughs> probably yeah, I think I've well. fair drowning is probably something. Yeah, yeah. Um, becoming a monster. Yeah, I'd say I've had that. Um, yeah, the hands paralyzed or deformed. Never had that. Or giant wasps. But I do have another question for you. What nightmare have you had that would have fitted in really well in this episode? Uh, it's a it's a funny one. It's a it's because I do play a lot of video games, and I just tend to have this one where I can't reload my gun. <laughs> it's a constant one where I'm not, I'm trying to load, I'm trying to shoot something, and it's just click click click, and I, and I can't. You know, there's zombies or there's enemy or there's something. I'm being attacked, and I'm trying to fire the gun, and I'm fumbling around. Like with the keyboard or with the with the gun, trying to load the darn thing, and it just won't fire. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and it's like of, someone right in front of me. I got to shoot. It's <laughs> and always, I can't, and I can't do it. I can't do it. It's like ah. Like I always have those dreams where you're trying to hit someone, like you're trying to defend yourself, you're trying to hit someone, and you yeah, can't. You, you can't, can't punch. You yeah. can't punch hard enough. Like yeah. like it, it just there's no power behind you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't. You can't fight. Hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I and I I also have that issue when, like, I think it was if I if I'd watched a zombie movie, I would dream about that zombie movie. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, I'd always have a zombie dream if I've watched a zombie movie that day. Mm-hmm. Zombie movie dream. Okay. That night. <laughs> like, I think once I only watched like ten minutes of the movie and I had a zombie movie <laughs> dream. Mm. Yeah, I also have the one with the teeth falling out. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Pretty common. I think that would be good in one of these episodes. I'll probably talk about Buffy being, like one of her fears is being buried alive. Mm-hmm. Um, and this come, this does come back because Buffy gets brought back to life and pretty much has to pull herself out of the grave. <laughs> So again, yes, yeah. And apparently, Sarah Michelle Gellar hated the filming this as well. I was because uh, she finding had a out, fear. Of- well, it was one of her fears, and apparently, like during the filming of this, she wanted to stop the scene, but Joss Whedon was quite persistent and uh, and made her to go through this. And apparently, she uh, drove home crying after f- filming the scene. So a bit of a uh, oh, more abuse, from, more abuse. Yeah, more abuse finding out more Mr. about Joss. Mr. Whedon all the time. Yeah. Um, um, you know, uh, yes, also Giles is sort of, you know, he's starting to become the father figure to Buffy. Yeah, he really does care for her, doesn't he? Yeah, like when and you, you sort of see dead, that. He was like, oh, the, yeah. You know, you kind of see him feeling the, the guilt. Like he, he's terrified of losing his his slayer, so to speak. It's it's pretty much has been his whole purpose, his whole life was to be a watcher. So it's the one thing he's meant to do. So and if you don't do that, then what can you do? Yeah. Did you did you read anything more into this episode that I haven't? Um, not really. It seemed pretty straightforward. Um, 
Again, not explaining anything though. Yeah, we mentioned this at the start. Yeah, just on, no explanation how, about anything how. or what, how it all happens and it all goes, just resets. Uh, it's a bit of a cop-out, isn't it, I think, in some ways, isn't it? I kind of yeah, I kind of hate it when I do that and there's just no, – and no one remembers it too. There's no explanation as to why no one remembers this. Oh, they sort of go into this at the start of the series to explain all of these strange occurrences away. But in later seasons um, – it's recognised that everyone just ignores it on purpose. They Everyone knows what's going on. They just ignore it. Um, oh, okay. Because it, it's sort of like why do these people, like you see Buffy, Xander and Willow, they go around and they, they're interviewing people and talking to people and they do it all the time. Yeah. And people just open up and say what's going on to them mm. without a clue, like with, out really, yeah, pretty nonchalant. Oh, yeah, this this uh praying mantis ran down the street and was uh feeding on virgins. <laughs> um, so yeah, it sort of does it is that thing where people like they do know that Buffy is the one, the slayer. Yeah, well, everyone, they, I thought it's meant to be unknown, isn't she? Well, it's meant to be unknown, but I think as the series goes on, people start to pick up on the fact that she's the one that fixes and solves all of these okay these problems and issues like when she, when there's weird occurrences mm, yeah but yeah this is that like it yeah it is mentioned in the first episode about how everyone just mm-hmm. explained they always find a way to explain these occurrences away but i think yeah as it goes on it's it's not that they're they just people are just ignoring it kind of a um dairy in uh it Sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. Kind of a conspiracy going on. Well, it's not really Everyone's a cons- in, in on er, it. Not really a conspiracy, but people tend to turn a blind eye. Yeah. So to speak. But as I said, like the girl in the hospital, like <laughs> like she didn't have to talk to Buffy. She barely knows Buffy. Yeah. Has she uh, been it before? I never, nope, no. No. Nope. <laughs> never see her again. Yep, and you never see her again. Same with the tarantula guy. No, you never see Wendell again. Poor Wendell. Oh, hang on. Maybe you do see Wendell again. Sorry. I think he might just be like... As soon as I saw him, I'm like... <laughs> Your poor guy. He, oh, poor guy. He spoke to them. Oh, no. He's got a name. Oh, mate. It's oh. Nice knowing you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you did do that. <laughs> Shirt look a little red to you. Yes. Looked very red. Yes. All right. Uh, and I think we're rolling to the questions. Questions. Question I think we've got the questions. All right, Jared. Which character was your favourite in this episode? Uh, I guess uh, Giles would be the favourite in this episode. Yeah, Yay. seemed quite vulnerable, fumbling around, couldn't read. That's very important to him. And then losing Buffy, so yeah. Yeah, I you guess sort him. of get that fatherly um, figure vibe mm. from him. Small cast this episode, really, wasn't it? I think not a lot too. Yeah. Because no sort of main villain, really, was there? Like, oh, other than ugly guy. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, wasn't I don't know. There's episodes where there's less. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> so, yep. Um. Yeah, I'd probably go with the master. It's always nice to see the master, but all he does in this is some lovely quotes. Yeah, but he's not really relevant. Like he's, he's completely not. You could relevant. cut him out, and it wouldn't change the episode at all. Well, he starts talking about fear, and then like there's something brewing up. Like mm. he can feel that there's something happening. Yeah, that he's has to do with fear. It. Um, Going to yeah. throw in a cog in the works of the good guys up there, sort of thing. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's the first time Buffy and the Master meet too, isn't it? Yeah, but they don't really meet. Yeah. What's that? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Their two their characters are on the screen at the same time. Yes. Yes. So 
Okay. Which character do you love to hate in this episode? Oh, I guess it's got to be the, the Slender Man. No, was it? No. The Ugly Man. The Ugly Man. Sorry. Yeah, yeah the Ugly I'm, Man. I'm going to go with Hank Summers. Hank Summers. Oh, yeah. He is yeah. so horrible. But that's not really him, though. So that's. Oh, yeah. but it's, you know, I, I have a feeling that it's it's based on. Like I think Buffy has really good instincts, so she must be she must be feeling though that those are the way that her dad mm. feels. No, I, th- I think it's it's pretty normal for divorced children to f- feel some sort of blame for it, though. So that's probably like a deep seated thing as well, you know. That's sort of in there. Whether he actually blames her or not, I don't. He never actually says it, does he? Oh, in <laughs> in the latest. Seasons. All right, we'll leave it at that. Yeah. Now. Okay. Like, All right. He, he's. After, He's not great. I think it's after him doing that whole bit about oh, you're just you're not you're not as smart as you know. You're just a, not very important to me. <laughs> yes, he's he's very Patrick Bateman <laughs> in this. Like it's just you're just a disappointment to me. Like just raising you has just been such a disappointment. Mm. You're you're not as smart as you should be. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> and I just don't want to waste my time seeing you anymore. And I. I'm not getting anything out of these weekends with you and I just don't want to do it anymore. Yeah, okay. <laughs> like, it's just, and, oh, yeah. All right. Uh, horrible, yeah. horrible having a parent say that to you. Yeah. I think that was the point. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, what was the most memorable fight scene? Um, I guess there was a there was a Buffy and the Ugly Man fight scene. Was there an early one or yeah? The, no, there's a couple with her and him. Uh, was the first the first one they have? I think is that when they're in the hospital or they're in the they're in the school in, for the in the basement or something or no? They're they're in the school for the first one. Yeah. Um, and then they're in the hospital and she's in vamp face. Yeah, but I think the first one was better though. I think was it? Oh, I kind of like the vamp face one where she's sort of like you know there are things. Out there, scarier than you, and I'm one of them. <laughs> was she an actual vampire though? Because I thought there was sunlight reflecting on her in there. <laughs> yeah, I don't think she was a vampire. <laughs> so she wasn't. She just had the vamp face. Yeah, she just had the vamp face. Yeah. Uh, they didn't really follow the vamp law for her because there was a, there was a lot of windows. Yeah, yeah. She's standing in the window. I thought like I actually thought like when she walked in front of the door, she was going to start burning or something. You know? Yeah. And she's like, going to have to walk around because it was right there. Let's just face it: indirect sunlight doesn't kill vampires. Vampires. That just pisses them off, does <laughs> it? <pisses> indirect, <laughs> you know, so what is it? Um, suspension of disbelief. Mm. Indirect sunlight does not kill vampires in this yeah, show. Yeah, yeah. I, I like the fight scene with Buffy and when she's in the vamp mm-hmm. face and she's sort of finding her power. Go girls, girls, yeah. and, girls, and get, gr- it girls, get, girls it get it done. Girls, girls, get it done. Oh, she's also doing the vamp growl as well. <laughs> yes. Um. LOL moment. Uh, I don't. I don't know. If it was intentional, but I kind of did laugh out loud when Xander walked into the school when it was like under construction and there were SWAT stickers everywhere. From that throwaway line, we said, "Oh, you know, Nazis crawling on my face," and then there's SWAT stickers everywhere. I, I, it seemed unnecessary, and like, oh, we. And someone had to do that, by the way. <laughs> someone had to. Yeah, you know, someone and... had to write had to draw SWAT stickers on the wall. So you know. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if you could even do that now with the. Uh, the, yeah. The who got who got tasked with that? Politically correct police. Yeah, Josh, oh, give God. a spray can and say, "Hey, can you draw a SWAT sticker on the on the wall?" I'm, I'm actually surprised it hasn't been re-edited oh, and you can't cut re-edit, it. Yeah. And you know, they they how many CGI movies? How many out. movies are there with SWAT stickers in? True. <laughs> true. Would, would, every yeah, every World War Two movie would have to be censored. 
Yeah. So yeah, my definitely my LOL moment is when Xander Xander punches out the clown and then says, mm. "You were a lousy clown. Your balloon animals were pathetic, and everyone can make a giraffe." <laughs> yeah, it's pretty pretty funny. Uh, who gets the wooden spoon in this episode? I guess it would have to be the uh, little league coach. Oh yeah. yeah, definitely the little league coach. Yeah. And the fact that he gets bust, like, out of all the times, like, <laughs> I reckon he probably should have, like, if the moment he saw that there were people in the room with him, mm, yeah. with, with the little kid, he should have just kept on kept walking. walking. <laughs> yeah, had a chance just to sort of, oh, this is the, this is the wrong room, sorry. Yeah. Just coming in to ch- check if my victim's alive and talking. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. Where, uh, where were the kids' parents, by the way? Yeah, <laughs> that's probably the interesting exactly. question. Exactly. Where were the kids? Parents? Why wasn't the mother laying by the bed with her son in a coma? That seemed a little yeah. odd. Yeah. Kept a very small cast. Didn't want to pay an extra. Just <laughs> no. Um, favorite scene? Maybe you mentioned the basement scene where the girl goes for a smoke. It's one of those intense, scary. Yeah. You know, Freddy Krueger. I think, I think probably playing homage to Freddy Krueger on that one a too. Bit, yeah. yeah. And it's being the nightmares and stuff. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah. And Well, they kind of do that pulling the mask thing off at the end as well. Yeah. What did that show again? It just, it just oh, killed that, him. that just woke him up. Oh, okay. Right, yeah. Yeah, I kind of liked the, you know, a lot of the scenes with Giles in this because he has no idea what's going on. Mm. Um, especially when he gets lost in the stacks, um, and he starts, and when he can't read, like yeah, yeah, he j- that's when he sort of realizes that it's nightmares coming to life or manifesting. Yeah. Um. Oh, least favorite scene. Uh, well, I guess maybe the willow is a geisha <laughs> doing the doing, Madam, doing, Madam yeah. Butterfly. Madam Butterfly. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Um, I'll probably say the spiders coming out of the book. Mm, okay. Because, uh, yeah, I don't like spiders. No. That would be my worst nightmare. Um, Favourite quote? Oh, okay. You know, there was one at the end where um, where Buffy says she couldn't believe it was a Kitty League coach who would do something like that. And I think Xander re- replied, well, you obviously haven't played Kitty League. I'm surprised it wasn't one of the parents. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That yeah. was pretty, yeah. That one, I like that one. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, I'm going to go with one from The Master, and it's not really a funny one, but it's a good quote. It sort of sums up this episode, and it's, Fear is a wonderful thing. It is the most powerful force in the human world. Not love and not hate. Fear. Mm-hmm. And the next question is, who's the MVP of this episode? I'll say, uh, I guess I'll say Buffy MVP. Yeah, yeah. Buffy's definitely MVP of this yeah. episode. She saves the day. She works it all out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She, she talks the kid out of a coma. Yeah. She gets the MVP. Um, best Cordelia freakout moment. Uh, well, there's only really one, isn't there? No, there's two because they're separate. Well, she- they sort of happen at the same time, though, don't they? Like within sequences of each other? No? No. Well, you have the hair freakout one where all of oh, a okay. sudden her hair is all frizzy and she's like, I just went to the salon. Yeah. Uh, probably that one because the guys dragging her into the room seemed a little uncomfortable, <laughs> to be perfectly honest. Yes. I got to say. Um, and I don't think she's wearing some horrendous clothes. Yeah, as well. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Yeah, her clothes all of a sudden are absolutely ghastly and she's yeah. screaming, I don't want to join the chess club. 
Yeah. Yeah. It was just a little off, that one. Yeah. I wonder if Josh... <laughs> oh, Josh had it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, one of his sick fantasies. Yeah. Um, <laughs> What do you rate the episode out of 10 using something from um, I'll give it three Nazi clowns. <laughs> okay. Out of 10. Mm. Really? That low? Yeah. Three. Three, yeah. Okay, I'm going to go 7 out of 10 Hansel and Gretel Place chocolate bars. Oh, very nice. Yes. Uh, well, this has been a long one. Uh, anything to last up? Uh, anything anything to uh, mention on the way out? Wizard of Oz. And you were there. And, and you, you were, were there. I had a dream and you were there and you were there. Yeah, lots of callbacks. Yeah. Okay, well, I think that wraps it up for another episode of A Nerd Subculture, episode 10 this was, wasn't it? Uh, Season 1, episode 10, Nightmare. So, listen to us next week for the next episode. I don't know what it is. Uh, It's uh, Out of Sight, Out of Mind. Out of Sight, Out of Mind. All right. So, like, subscribe, share, comment, review. Grr, Do whatever you can. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.